Hey, Morgan. So we got a special episode today. Hey, David. Yeah, we have. Oh, we're making history today. We're on making the history. Terrapin and the Wolf podcast today. Well, yes. it's, well, we have a temporary name change. It's going to be the Terrapins and the Wolf because we now we have two Terrapins here. We got special guest Andy Krause. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. So I know to get started. You, you since day one, you did not like the name of the podcast. Can you explain what your issue with this name is? Sure. Yeah, no problem. Uh, David has uh, promoted it on, on social media, and I've caught it, and I just found it to be an odd, odd choice of name for a couple of reasons. A, I don't, and this is not, this is not to say it's not a great podcast. It certainly is, but the title I just found odd because it didn't necessarily catch my ear right away, and didn't think it was a catchy title. I also thought, and Morgan, you can answer this question better than either of us. Is this mm-hmm. singular of something like if you go to NC State, if you intend, attend to NC State, does that make I'm sorry, attend NC State as a student? Does that make you a wolf? Like that makes us a terp? And that does that work? Say I'm a wolf. Does anybody say that at NC State? Um well, you're thinking about it. So I guess I mean not not I mean, most of the time it's used, there's it's a plural. Right. Yeah. So Wolf pack. Yes. Or yes. The pack I've heard most. Yeah. Yes. And one and one word, unlike the University of Nevada. That's true. That's a very important differentiator. Yes. Yes. My um, okay. yeah. so but but do you consider yourself a wolf? You say I'm Morgan, I'm a wolf. <laughs> this sounds weird, doesn't it? I'm gonna I wanna start saying that. Yeah. No, but it has to be something um, for the singular. I mean it's I mean, we just we just take a a hangover approach and just you know all band together and call us part of a wolf pack and we just move on from there. I mean, that I, that I yeah, understand. yeah. I, I got not say, singularly. No, I guess not. But fair enough. Hey, it's your podcast. Call it what you want. No, but that is a good point. <laughs> Something we never thought about. It's my. All right, we're changing it. It's the terrapin and the wolf pack. Got it. Ter- Perfect. You're the. <laughs> The whole that's, pack. That's a whole other. The exactly. whole, all of it. The whole pack. <laughs> Every single ideal embodied in a podcast. Here we go with one person. Yep. My first yep. job ever out of college. I graduated Maryland December of 97 to make myself feel old. And about a month later, I started a job at Washington and Lee University in Lexington, Virginia. And my boss was a gentleman named Brian Logue. Brian Logue is probably 10 years older than me, which makes him really old. He went to University of Delaware, but he he uh, looked at a few schools before he decided on Delaware. And he, he told me he went to an NC State football game at some point in the 80s. And he mm. sat right behind or right in front of an old woman. And he, he can still picture it in his mind, this woman, for three hours going, go pie, go pie. <laughs> and that singular part of his visit made him decide to not go to NC State. Oh, no, not the one person at a football <laughs> game. Person. Otherwise, yeah, who knows? Instead, Did he eat he any food while he was down here? Does he I, care about cuisine? Any of I, it? I, I assume he did. I, I've got to tell you, I've been <laughs> there many times, including I was just down there, what, six weeks ago for yeah. uh, for an Elstein family event, um, and I, I dined on quite a bit of uh, triangle cuisine. I'm a big fan of the barbecue, of course, and and several other 
several other places that Dave's ta David's taken me to, or I've just gone on my own since I was in my. We 20s. went to the pit. Pit. When was when were you down the, the previous time? That the summer. Uh, I was there for my cousin's wedding back that's, in May. Back in May. Right. But the place I went to. I, the place I went to before Eli's bar, uh, or B Mitzvah, I should say, uh, that was much better than the pit. That felt much more authentic. Well, there's interesting, yeah, I mean, right. Which is there's interesting feelings about the pit. You know, you get some people that are like, oh yeah, the pit, and they're gonna go any big event they want to go to. They're there. Okay. But if you want, like, just good barbecue, like, that's not your place to go, to be honest. So. Yeah, no, it's a nice place. I agree. It's not. Yeah, it, it kind of was what it was. What, what was the place? I told you, David, what, what, where I went. Uh, where, where was it? Was, it was one of Emerald's favorite places. Not Emerald. What's oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. No, not. No, you're thinking of it's, it's only. Um, no, the the, the, the the dude, the, the DC. Dude. No, it's two several things. Yeah, so you're talking about the original Q Shack. You have to say the original, mm -hmm. but but you're thinking of um, the, there's not Emerald of Jose Andres. Yeah, the 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 chef. I've yeah. been to several. Oh. Places. They, you've taken me to. Oh, what was the place in Durham? You took oh, yeah. years ago. Yeah, there's a place well, that's no longer in business, Morgan, but it's all like. Durham County, like 98, it's like a gas station. And then, like, there's, I don't know, like four tables in there. Oh, that place, nice. too. That was good. But the, oh, the no. Bullock was a long, long time. You know Bullock's, Morgan? I have no. Bullock's in Durham. Well, you're a Durham person. It's, um. Yeah, I need to go. Street. You need to go there because, A, the food, it's old school. Up until only a few years ago, you couldn't even use a credit card. Maybe, I don't know if you oh. know. You might not be able to, for all I know. But the other thing is, when you walk in, there's just all the famous people have been there. But I don't think any famous person has been there what, in the last 20 years. You'd see what, um, like Yogi Berra, but <laughs> spring training game. I mean, there's all these Yankee photos. It's just, it's fantastic. But no, you got to get there. I got to go. And I got to take cash, apparently. So we'll figure That's that one out. I was last there in 07. So I, yeah, I have no idea what's happened in the last 16 years. But yeah. Believe it or not, that was that long ago. We went to the Maryland. That was the same um, time you met. Uh, wait, no, oh, that's the same time at Jenny the first time though. Cause, yeah, yeah, that was when you met her. Yeah, November so. when you saw the, the Tar Heels of play football against the Terrapins. Oh yeah, who won? Not us. Who I was was say, wait, oh seven. It was a tight game. Yeah. It was like the Chris Turner era. Yes. Yeah, so, Who's the one whose dad was what the drummer and rat R A T T? Yeah, <laughs> but we won our bowl game. That was uh, the Champ Sports Bowl. We beat Purdue, which sounds funny now because well, we're obviously in their conference, but, but they're yeah, they're in our conference. Huh? <laughs> they're in our conference. Exactly. Even yeah. So I mean, this is actually another reason I wanted you on, Andy, because I don't know of anyone who likes bowl games more than anyone else, and in just your knowledge of it too, as you see. You matter exact, and you care more than anyone about the the sponsorships. You will not let it go if it was, you know, it's it's not the Peach Bowl, it's a Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. Of course. So I guess you know. It's important. I guess. Well, what's your first bowl memory to begin with? Do you have? Oh, my first bowl memory. It would have been the nineteen eighty three Florida Citrus Bowl, 
There was an interesting story with that in Balboa sponsorship where Maryland lost to Tennessee. I want to say the score was 30 to 23. Forgive me. I can't remember. I think it was 30 to 23. It was Boomer Esiason's last game as a Terrapin. And it was broadcast by the Mislu Network. Lee Corso doing color for that game. Um, and he wasn't he, young then either. No, he wasn't then. He was literally 40 years. God, talk about making me feel old. That was literally 40 years ago. Um, and we lost to Tennessee. And it was not on New Year's Day even then. It was in December. It's like December 17th or something. Um, but I remember that game very well. And then the next year... We went to the Sun Bowl. It was just known as the Sun Bowl, which is crazy to think of. And that was, uh, that was the year of the Miracle Miami where we came back from yep. 31 points, went 42 to 40. And people don't remember the Sun Bowl was very similar. We were down, what was it, 21 to nothing at halftime and came back and won 28-27. Frank Wright came off the bet. Frank Wright or maybe he started – no, Frank Wright came off the bench against Miami, but I think he played most of that Sun Bowl to win the game. Frank Wright, famous Look, in North Carolina for being fired by the pair. I was going to say, little did he know mm -hmm. that 40 years later he'd be – He fired. would have the dream job in America. What can we say? For a few minutes. I guess no, because he's getting paid. <laughs> my earliest memories, certainly of Maryland, but of, of any bowls. So I was eight for the first one and nine for the second one. And then, Morgan, I guess it's a question with you too. My first bowl memory. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess when it's State went to their ball game in. No, just but, but did you grow up as a? Because grew up in South Carolina, were you grew up as following mm -hmm. Clemson or USC or just? I mean, I watched them. Yeah, I mean, I grew up a half hour from Clemson, so um, I mean, I watched their bowl games and stuff um I was a I really liked watching Tebow in college so I watched their bowl games in the late mid mid 2000s so um I was watching those bowl games a lot so that's probably my earliest memory so Andy that was so that that you were at Florida before then well before then I was there in 99 2000 yes well gotcha. I just how how was it like working not for Spurrier, but as part of the Spurrier yeah. <laughs> administration, whatever you want to say? Spurrier had his own SID. He had his own person to coordinate his interviews. And he had the, the gentleman who I don't know if you've explained sports information on this podcast, but it's pretty much the P, public relations arm of, of any athletic department. And it has new names now since I've been out of it, but back then it was sports information. Anyway, the sports information director, when when Spurrier was a player there and won the Heisman Trophy in 1966, was a guy named Norm Carlson, who's still kicking, I believe. I believe he's still alive today. But by the time I got there 30-plus years later, and Spurrier got there, I think, in 1990, uh, Carlson was an emeritus. But he said, look – I'll go to Florida and anybody can be the SID of the team, but I want this guy to be my SID. So he handled all his interviews and his appointments, or not appointments, but right. um, Interesting. I should say, and all of that. Um, and we handled everything else. But he was a character. I mean, I I, went, I remember going in there, and that was the heart of the Spurrier era. 
-hmm. I say that he only had a few years left before he went to the NFL, but I mean, he was beloved there. He had won a championship in 96. And he's still, I think, regarded as the greatest, the most beloved coach in the history of the program. Uh, he kind of walked on water. And he's just, and if you're not from Florida, he, he's easy to not like. And I kind of went in there with that attitude. And after about two weeks, I'm like, this guy is terrific. And not, not that he would come, he came up to me and uh, build a relationship or anything. I just, really admired the way that he handled the media. He knew everybody in the media's name. He didn't know my name, but he knew the media's name. Uh, and he joked with the media and he was incredibly honest. I don't want to say honest to a fault, but he was just incredibly honest to the point where I, I just appreciated him. And he was fun. He just never knew what he was going to say. Uh, but he never made excuses and he was very honest. And uh, I enjoyed being around him for that year that I was around him, certainly. And he knew how to play the game. With the media. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he, he sort of the opposite <laughs> of Belichick or something, maybe. So I mean, walk in. Oh, Elstein's here. We can start the uh, we can start the press conference now. Let's see how many different <laughs> Southern voices you could do. You, you, that you, was, well, he had a different – he's from Johnson City, Tennessee. And I, I forgot the deal. I want to say he wanted to go to Tennessee, and they, they didn't want him, and that started. And then he wound up going to Florida, and obviously – had a was a Heisman Trophy winner and had a, a okay NFL career and was a legendary coach. But by the time he became the head coach at Florida, he mercilessly made fun of Tennessee, a because <laughs> they beat him. Somehow he always found a way to beat full former. Uh, what's his, uh, Peyton Manning was zero four against Florida in his time there, so he always kind of ribbed uh, Tennessee because he was still kind of hurt from thirty plus years before that. What mm -hmm. the like Philip Rivers? Well, he was 0 and 4 against Maryland, wasn't he? Sure was. He sure was. You're not on mute, Morgan. I don't know if you could tell, but who who just had his Philip 10 was... kid? 10 I was gonna say, Philip how many kids did he have at that point? Was he preoccupied? <laughs> was he busy? What maybe maybe he it didn't grew? have time to beat the no, no. Philip Rivers. <laughs> Philip Rivers. Oh, <laughs> Spurrier might have been too, but that's a good question. Was, that was you were there in the Philip Rivers era, weren't you, David? Because I was. I, I think the very end. Yeah, I just remember we always used to add L's to his name for all the losses he did to Maryland. Uh, 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 I remember the, what was two thousand one, <laughs> which would have been the first or the or the second, whatever. That was one of the biggest wins in the history of the program. That was when Maryland football just came out of nowhere. Region's first year yep. and. They went down there the last game of the regular season, I believe. Um, they it was it was a Julian Gary, I want to say, yep. mm -hmm. touchdown from uh, forget the quarterback's name. O'Brien, right. um, O'Brien and McBrien. But no, it was before McBrien. Uh, Sean Hill, Sean Hill. Oh, was okay. But they came there. They blew a chance and fumbled it. And they came back and threw a touchdown pass again. But that like that put them in the Orange Bowl, if you remember, which was just. Unthinkable at that time that Maryland football would go to the Orange Bowl. What was the Orange Bowl, or was there a sponsor that year? Oh, great! Uh, oh, I believe it was the Federal Express Orange Bowl. It's still at that time, or FedEx Orange Bowl. FedEx Orange Bowl, yeah, I believe so. Okay, one of the original. I think it's the original sponsor of the Orange Bowl. It's had several. Man, that was a great year, wasn't it? Basketball was pretty much at its peak, and football went to the Orange Bowl. Like, what were y'all? Oh, party there. You're, you're absolutely right. Those two, three years. And you caught the very beginning of that, David, or no? No. So the, I mean, I had Vanderland in all four years. Okay. So you, okay. That's no. right. You were gone. Yeah. So I was gone in 01. 
Yeah, no, but no two was was on my only trip to a a bowl game that I personally went to and played Tennessee again, thirty to three, in the Georgia Dome, the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl then, which was just a, a fun time to ring in the new year, have a a big win against the you know foam were sort of down, but uh, just to be a named team like Tennessee was nice. That's right. Clawson, I believe one of the Clawson boys was the uh, yep one of the Clawson quarterbacks. So Morgan, have you been to a, a bowl game? I went to a bowl game when we played West Virginia, probably 20, what year was that, 12? Is that a Gator Bowl? Maybe. I feel like it was in Florida. Toyota Gator Bowl? Sorry, Andy. Not Toyota. It was a Toyota Um, Gator Bowl sponsor for a while, right? Absolutely. It was Toyota Gator Bowl when we were there in 2000. Two, three, three, two thousand three, or no, maybe it was two thousand four. January one, the Steve Suter game. Yeah. So West Virginia, we played West Virginia in a bowl game. I was, I went to that game, and then right after I got out of college, they ended up with the Belk Bowl in Charlotte, and uh, one of my close friends knew football team pretty well. And she was from Charlotte, so she's like, oh, I'm going to this game. And I was like, I'm okay. I'm not going to go. And we played Mississippi State when they had Dak, and they killed us. So, and she talked about all the horrible cowbells for days. So, <laughs> um, I was very glad I was not there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just the one, actually. So, I'm sorry. I I want to build on that. My favorite belt bowl memory (laughs) now, as we all know, the the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Obviously. There was so much better. Monarchy Car Care Bowl, too. But yeah. Yeah. We can go on and on about the different sponsors of that wonderful bowl. But God, when was this? This had to have been six or seven years ago. Arkansas was in that bowl. And, and, uh, what was uh, there was a tight end for Arkansas who played for the Redskins. I, I'd have to look up his name. It could be easy to look up. His name was Jeremy something, and he got suspended for the game for stealing <laughs> stealing um, clothing from a Belk store in Charlotte during the Belk or before the Belk Bowl. Right. And the crazy thing is, they always get. If you if you don't know much about this, you should read articles about it. It's amazing what kind of like care packages all the players get when they go. Oh to yeah. But part of it, and it's almost always they get a gift from the sponsor, was like a fifty dollar gift card from Belk. So I don't know if he like either forgot that or spent more than than what that was worth. More than the allotted. <laughs> Jeremy Sprinkle is his name. It just popped in my head. Yeah. Just thought that was kind of funny and so kind of sad too. It's sad. Yeah, the year we went, they like they gave them, uh, they gave them Bell gift cards, but it was like, it was like a two hundred dollar gift card to Belk and Beats headphones and all this stuff. And but some of the football players were like, "I'll shop there. Like, what <laughs> am I gonna do with this?" So they were not totally happy about that. But God forbid you give it to your mother who probably shops shops at Belk and it's right. Like you can utilize that for something 
kind of good or decent, but but if Belk yeah. isn't everywhere, it's not here. Like if you're from Arkansas, you're not going to go home to Arkansas to shop it. Right, Maybe right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's a good I'm point. It's, it's a very regional store. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess they expected them to only like yeah. shop and use the gift cards in the four days they were there. I have to dig up that Jeremy Sprinkle story. It was one of those crooks are stupid type things. Right. <laughs> well, so so now with this year, there's a second bowl game in Charlotte. It is second stadium. The yes, Bahamas Bowl, which it, well, yeah. I mean, oh. it traditionally is it's still it, the it's going back to the Bahamas next year. Right. Um. It is. Forgive me. I got. I've got a. Oh, just it's the audio, but he's looking it up, folks. This is embarrassing. I'm using. <laughs> It Wait, is. isn't that the famous toastery bowl? Yes, yes. Very famous. Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah, Great restaurant. Please, I know nothing about famous toastery. Please, I don't either. Yeah. All right, um, Andy, famous. you got to make a road trip. Uh, it's a breakfast, brunchy, lunch place. I um, like I prefer it more for like breakfast. To be honest, their omelets are incredible. Okay. Um, yeah. But, but where is this located? Uh, there's one in Cary. Oh, so I've definitely been to one. Where did I? <laughs> I was in Wilmington and I actually went to the one there. Fun fact. I know they've got them in Charlotte. Um, I, I think so. outside of outside of Cary, I don't know where else there is one. So how um, famous is the toastery? It's like, yeah, it's like. Your uncle Joey, who makes a world famous pumpkin pie that brings it to mm. brings it to Thanksgiving. Nobody knows. It's actually here. Uncle Jesse. It's not Uncle Joey, but that's or Uncle Jesse <laughs> or I think I guess it doesn't exist. I guess it doesn't exist outside of North Carolina. I didn't even think to look that, that up, exists, but it's, it's famous. It no, I think famous toastery is to North Carolina like what Port City Java is to North Carolina. Like I don't know. Just it's within the state. Like it's in yeah. certain places, it's well known. So, so but, how many how many breakfast related bowls are this year between the pop tarts? Well, let's get. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Okay, I thought I was the host, but okay, go on, Andy. It Best is bowl. played, and you might. What's the name of that stadium? The Independent Stadium, or the smaller? It's not where the Panthers play. It's a small stadium. No, it's, it's, it's many it's many great wrestling events held in this stadium. And I was there twice when I was working at VMI. They held the uh, the military classic of the South, which is the Citadel against VMI. We had it. It's it, before I was there, and after I was there, they had it. And um, it's been at home sites, but for a couple of years, it was at that stadium in Charlotte, which was a perfect size stadium for that. And it's been there for years. But I thought it was a different stadium. I thought they built a new stadium at the for Charlotte for their football team. Oh. Oh, it might be. Maybe you might be right. He's he sounds and he's surprised, but it's once in a while. Yeah. Well, we've known each other for like thirty years. We've known each other. I for mean, infrastructure in Charlotte is always changing. Charlotte's people. got a lot. They've got a lot going on. It's held in. Sure. Uh, I think you're right, Jerry Richardson Stadium, which is you're right. It's the Charlotte Bulls. Or the, the Charlotte 49ers play. You're right. Which is much smaller, even than that. Know. Yeah. Wasn't Jerry Richardson's statue taken off, uh, out of, uh, not out of, but it was in front of, what, what, what's the name of the state? Bank of America. 
Bank of America. It was standing there, and they took it out. Like, they took out Joe Paterno's statue. Something like that. I think so, yeah. But this stadium is still named Jerry Richardson. <laughs> okay. I was... Just hanging on to it. Real tight. But it, yeah, yeah. it fits to seven and five Western Kentucky Hilltoppers and six and six Old Dominion Monarchs. So. Oh, it should be a it's on a two thirty on Monday afternoon, so it should be fun for everybody. A two thirty on a Monday. Yeah. Wow. that's yeah. almost like a an Eagle Bank Bowl game. Well, that has a very good time slot. Well, uh, you're now <laughs> referring to the Military Bowl presented by GoBowling.com, which obviously is two o'clock on December Wednesday. Uh, I'm sorry, Wednesday, December twenty seventh. It doesn't. I think that week it doesn't matter. I think most people are off of work and spending all of their time watching the military bowl presented by Go Bowling. That kind of. Oh, obviously. Mm -hmm. Here, did you want to go back to your uh, breakfast related? Maybe if you want me to, if you, if am I allowed to? You're the host of the show. I, I didn't know if I was. No, so are there any other ones? Are there any other breakfast ones besides pop tarts? You have oranges for breakfast, I guess. But avocados from Mexico, does that count? You can well, have avocado toast that people avocado have. toast, yeah. Which exactly. I've never had in my life, but I don't like oh, avocados, yeah. by the way. Don't like guacamole. It's just I guess I'm not a real American if not liking guacamole, but it's just avocados. I don't... Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I don't really care for avocados either, but I know mm -hmm. that avocado toast is healthy and it's all the rage. So I feel like that's a popular one. So Delicious. I make very good guacamole. Uh, so you do say? It is the avocados from Mexico cure bowl. Uh, yes. You can have potatoes for breakfast, right? So there's the famous Idaho potato bowl. Totally counts. Yeah, of course. Duke's mayo. Uh, that count? No. I mean, would you use mayo in breakfast for anything? I don't think I'm so. I'm sure someone. Somebody might, I no, guess. Sure. Yeah, down down south here. There's a famous toastery bowl that counts for breakfast. Chick fil A peach bowl. People definitely have Chick fil A and peaches. So that yeah. for breakfast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about the Scooter's oh. Coffee Frisco bowl? Because you need coffee for breakfast. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, how did I forget this? Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Oh, obviously. Yes. I think that one's great. How that is his breakfast. Is That's one of my great. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> well, it's not great. Nice. Great. Exactly. <laughs> there are so many. Wait, there's so many breakfast ones. That's ridiculous. It's so random. <laughs> That's a great uh, catch by you, David. Can you eat cotton for breakfast? I don't know, but I mean, it's. No. I would advise against that. I think that'd be. The Cheez It Citrus Bowl. Are we going off of Cheez Its or are we going off of citrus? Because I feel like both. Or a bowl. You eat cereal in a bowl too. So it could be. See, that's the <laughs> ultimate breakfast one right there then. Cheez It Citrus Bowl. The Allstate Sugar Bowl, of course. Of course. It's basically like a cereal bowl. Yes. But not yeah. a cereal bowl. No, and, not for breakfast. And I guess this is a question that you, you could answer in. What what's a, the forgotten bowl? What what bowl are you upset that is not a lot round anymore? Whether it's a, you know, the bowl still around, but different sponsor, or the complete bowl is no longer there. Oh my goodness, that is a terrific question. Uh, that is a terrific question. The old school Jeep Eagle, Jeep Eagle Aloha Bowl, I liked a lot. That was held in Aloha Stadium, whereas they. 
is now and it's not the same bowl even anymore but it there is a whole a hawaii bowl the easy post hawaii bowl which is on campus at hawaii not quite the same thing i hate Here's what I don't like. I don't like that the Cotton Bowl moved out of the Cotton Bowl. <laughs> That's sort of a funny, interesting concept. Yeah, that that made me very sad when that happened. That's just not the same thing. Yeah, try to explain to someone. Yeah, like, there's a Cotton Bowl, but the Cotton Bowl is not played there. But it's a different bowl played at the Cotton Bowl. So that was so confusing to have to explain. Obviously, the Orange Bowl is no longer the Orange Bowl, but the Orange Bowl doesn't exist either anymore. The only one that really works like that anymore is the Rose Bowl. I'm sorry. The Rose oh, yeah, who's presenting that? Sorry. The Rose Bowl presented by Prudential. Um, mm. There is a game played in the Cotton Bowl. Though. Right, that's my point, yeah. That's... And it's had several names, and it is now known as the Surf Pro First Responder Bowl. Uh, but it is, uh, but I, I'm trying to think of a, you know, a bowl that doesn't exist anymore. Well, exists. I should have looked this up. And I'm going to sound stupid for this, but there was used to be bowl games in Seattle. Yeah, the Seattle Bowl. Uh, was, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, there it was only for two or three years. I can't remember the sponsor of that either. Oh. I because I, I learned that Wake Forest played at least one time in there, and I did not know it was a. I did not have any recollection of the. I do remember that, and Maryland played in the Giants Park, which I think was AT and T Park. That was the Diamond. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Diamond Dallas Page, or was it Diamond Stone, or <laughs> what was that called? Yeah, they played Oregon State and they lost. In the end, it just didn't look like that game should have been played. Uh, it's, it's just weird seeing it played in a, at a baseball park. Uh, yeah, they, 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 they never. Yeah, um, that was the Emerald. It was just the Emerald Bowl. Okay. I don't know that it was, but Emerald was the name, type of a nut, I believe. We were a company, yeah. It's not like a type of nut, but a nut. And they went back, if you remember, they went back to uh, the Bay Area 10 years later or so, and they played in the Foster Farms Bowl. That's right, yes. Stanford got killed by Stanford when they had, uh, oh, geez, they had a stud quarterback, and I'm forgetting who it was. Or maybe McCaffrey was still on that team. They just killed us. Fran McCaffrey? Not Fran McCaffrey. No, he wasn't doing <laughs> the other McCaffrey. They had a stud quarterback, too. They just killed us. That was Randy Etzel's, one of Randy Etzel's bowl teams. God rest his soul. What? what? <laughs> I don't think he's dead. He should. <laughs> what, 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 what year? Because you're just going to go quick. Was it 94? Five when we tied the bowl game, we being the Terps. Ninety. Oh no, ninety. Oh, was that far back? Yes. Yeah. That's how. That's how sad is you tie a bowl game. Wait, you tied a bowl game? 34-34 Louisiana Tech. It was the Pool and Weed Eater Independence Bowl, which it bothered me for so many years because people kept referring to it as the Weed Eater Bowl. I'm like, no, it's the Pool and Weed Eater Independence Bowl. That Independence is never taken out. And the Independence Bowl still exists. Yeah. But, but that, that's just pretty sad to play, play a not great team and just tie. Why did they let it end in a tie? Because that's how college football was. College football didn't have overtime until 1996. And there, <gasps> this was 1990. There was still. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Tell yeah, us they, more. Yeah, there were a lot of, I mean, if you look back and, I mean, <laughs> even more so, you look in like the 60s and 70s, you, 
you see teams that were like six, four, and three, or seven. Yeah. There was hockey, you know, seven, three, and two. There, there used to be a lot of – there were a ton then. You know, it was kind of – you would sometimes have one a season. But I remember watching that game, which I believe was on Ray um, – I can't remember the broadcasters. Forgive me. But Maryland was six – here's what I remember about Maryland's season. They won the last two – they were like four and five. And they, I forgot who they won the penultimate game. But the last game they played UVA. And UVA was actually number one, believe it or not, early in the season. And they kind of fall apart. And Maryland went down to UVA and beat them. Uh, Mark Mason was the running back, if you remember his name, David. Yeah. And that was the one time that Joe Krivak went to a bowl. And it was exciting because they hadn't been to a bowl in five years at that point. And so they played uh, Louisiana Tech and, and the uh, Bullet Wiener Independence Bowl. And they're winning 34-31. And Louisiana Tech is driving towards the end of the game. And they decided to play for a tie. So they just – it was uh, like the game was tied and they were going – for the winning field goal, but they were going for the tying field goal. Chris Boniel, who had a long career with the Dallas Cowboys, kicked the field goal, and that was that, 34-34. Interesting. No one won. <laughs> That's good old Maryland football when we have bowls every so often, but three straight years, first time ever to chance to win three straight bowl games, which would be exciting. That's true. Well, I guess the thing that's interesting is so – playing Auburn, which is the team that was offered $1.5 million to our quarterback, Talia, to transfer there. Yes, One true. of those things that's a secret but not a secret anymore. So I didn't know that's that. pretty impressive. I mean, I, I, I have no idea how much he got to stay. I can't imagine it's more than half a million. We don't have any money to give any of <laughs> That was just clearly his relationship with Loxley. I mean, that was the reason he came in the first place. I'm sure it's the reason he stayed. Yeah, and we and now we got a new quarterback just today. I saw breaking news from NC State. We did. You're welcome. Well, thank you. Just helping y'all out. The big boys are apparently interested <laughs> in him, so it's it's pretty good that. Did he play the Duke's Mayo Bowl yet last year? Did he play in Duke's Mayo Bowl? No, because this so is you gotta, we got we still had Devin Leary last year. Okay. But he would have played at the end of the year because Devin got hurt last year. So you would have seen him a little bit. Yeah. That was a terrible game, as I recall. I mean, it was nice that Maryland won, but neither team deserved to win that game. It was it was a very bad football game. Talia was Talia was benched, remember the first series. They had uh Billy Billy Edwards come in. Yeah, uh, it was just a bad game. Well, Locks got Mayo Locks. dumped on him, so it's yeah. yeah. That, that's a great tradition. And and the year before the New Era Pinstripe Bowl that they beat Virginia Tech, Maryland did play well in that game. Virginia Tech had just mailed it in because they had a new co- they fired their coach. Yeah, coach, and they they didn't seem to care. So this would definitely be a big win. Although it's what what upsets me about bowl season as opposed to back in the day is so all the people who opt Capital out. Capital One Bowl season, please. Yeah, Capital One Mania. Yeah, bowl, bowl, Capital One Bowl Mania. It used to be uh, Capital One Bowl season. So bowl, bowl Week, too. Wasn't it Capital One Bowl Week and it was more than a week? It's true. It was the most wonderful time of the year. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> obviously, thank goodness, bowl season lasts much longer than a week. But it really bothers me when – 
Well, the NIL and, and transfer portal are part of this too. But even before that, the guys that all say, you know, I, I don't want to play in the bowl game. I'm too valuable for that. And I kind of get it, but it's still, right. like, come on. Be it's part sad. Of it. It's sad. It's very sad. And you know that people are making their decisions about, like, they're betting based off of who's playing, right? Of so, um, yeah. but yeah, what, but Caleb... individual, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it comes. I mean, you have probably insurance covering you, but it's insurance policy a lot cheaper if you're not playing in that one game. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, but for the fans, all this stuff is, as I've said before, to different podcasts, I think it's good for the individual players, all this stuff. You can you can transfer if you want to, but it's bad for the sport. Overall, yeah. Not for. Oh yeah. Exactly. Many days about that. So I actually don't know. It is who's favored in your bowl game. Is it Auburn or is it y'all? I actually don't know. It was. I thought it was close. Was like it was point and a half. I think the opening for Auburn is sick. Bad. Yeah, I mean they. They famously lost the last game to Alabama, but I think they're six. They certainly didn't have a great year. Yeah, they're six and six. Yeah. Uh, That's a question I actually had for you, Andy. There are 21 teams in these bowl games that are six and six. Is that right? It's kind of sad. Like, there's a lot of like middle of the road, like, like JMU, middle road team. It's like there have been five and seven teams that have made it. Not this, but there's that. The APR can get you in. Uh, I just remember having to shoot for like an eight-win season, and now look at it. Like, I don't. Know, I think I, I. To me, it's like there can't be enough bowl games. It, to me, I don't understand why people complain. I, I, I see this from different ways. I, I don't see why people complain. There's too many games. It's one of those things. Well, if you don't, if it bothers you, then don't watch it. <laughs> And a lot of well, times, at two o'clock on a Wednesday, so I'm yeah. Don't, don't watch it. Who cares? <laughs> But at the same time, I see where you're coming from, Morgan, and that it was something that it once upon a time was something to be proud of. And now it's like, and they said, yeah, we're going for a third straight bowl win, but <laughs> not the same as it once was. Right. Um, if you're six and six and the other team is seven and five or they're both six and six, then it's not. I can see both sides of that. Yeah. But the ratings do well. As much as everyone complains, there are a lot of people watching it at the 2 p.m. There's a reason they have these games, right? And, yeah. and ESPN. Are the ratings That's really that. that significant, though? Yeah. Really? They're, it's like not just for 2 a.m., 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. They're like really good. I mean, that's why ESPN invests in the bowl games itself, not just the broadcast. That's why it's people love football. Yeah, people. I agree, and I think what you know, all the ones that are run that week between Christmas and New Year's, and people take off that they sit around. Mm-hmm. People sit around, and you know, that's when you meet up with old friends or family or whatever, and you're drinking eggnog, and you don't care what the game is. You don't care that it's the foster, you know, the Foster Farms Bowl or the famous Toastery Bowl or whatever. It's just it's a football game, and it's the only football for the most part. It's the only football game on. Rarely do these run against each other. Right. Because most mm-hmm. of them are on ESPN. Fox, I believe, has one game. CBS has one game. Barstool Sports has one game. Uh, that's a whole other story. But, what about the NFL Network? They, they've done it a time. No, they have year. done it before. They they are not in the. Oh, game. that's a shame. I knew you'd be bothered. <laughs> I think it's been a while. But they do run games on you know Saturdays during the season. Uh, but they are all – I think there's a reason for that, that most of these games – have no competition. 
So you're you're if you want to watch football and you know it's 3:30 on a Wednesday and you're not working, you're you're meeting your buddies for beers, that's what you're watching, right? You're watching whatever game is on. Yeah. Interesting. It's a default situation, but people fall for it. I don't want to say fall for it, but <laughs> it's a it's a scam. It's yeah, right there. Sort of paying attention to the game, but that's how it works. So, so Andy, yeah. what percentage of the games are you at least going to watch a little bit of? I mean, yeah. a, a good percentage of them, right? <laughs> uh, uh, I don't. Maybe twenty-five to thirty. Uh, if, if nothing else is, uh, it's one of those things. If I'm home, I'll flip around and watch. You know, ten minutes of the Myrtle Beach Bowl, ten minutes of the Avocado from New Mexico. <laughs> and if it, I just happen to be flipping around at the very end of the game and it's close, then I'll watch the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of people are like that. But the only game I'm going to really make an effort to watch the whole thing is um, the NC State Bowl. Our, That's so kind of you. Pop Tarts Bowl. Yes. The Trans Perfect Music City Bowl. And even like, I don't know, I, I, I find myself watching the second half of the Rose Bowl presented by Prudential usually. Yeah. Because uh, that's just fun. I mean, that, that's the one game that's, to me, stands out above the rest. That's just very special. Uh, there's something about that. There's something about New Year's Day. And that's, I, I think it's important for that to remain on New Year's Day, even though it's been held on the second once or twice. Uh, that's such a special demarcation that it's New Year's Day. And it's so it's always wild just to turn it on. It's like it's so nice there. and It's 12 degrees where I live, you know. Always. I, I always think funny. it's funny that the parade it doesn't have an exclusive agreement. As in, you can go on seven different stations and you get it in English and Spanish. You watch on HGTV, broadcast, cable. It's one of the, it's the greatest thing in life. I love mm-hmm. it. Do you watch the parade often? I, yes. I, I like parades in, in to some degree. Yeah, I mean, I think it's cool. I'm mean, not going to watch for the, the whole time, but we'll turn it on. I just, and it's fun. Oh, that, that's. Let's see who's doing it from Today Show on, you know, NBC, whatever it is. And then we'll go, you know, the, let's watch it on Telemundo, Univision, whatever, just to see what's <laughs> going on. Like, more, more often than you watch the, uh, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade show? They're different. I, I, I like the performances from the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Like, I I, I said, sir, I love, like, the Broadway performances. Because of that, I, I ended up, Jenny and I went to see... um something rotten i would not between that and i think it might have also been the tonys but it was a hilarious one i, I saw the brief clip when they stopped you know to do the parade fantastic musical funniest thing of all time but because of that and that's and that's obviously why they do it i mean it was the the traveling version of it but it's just interesting to see and it's also you know i'm trying to actually work this in a bit but it, it's 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 great that macy's the uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade always has, you know, national recording honors so and so, and it's like someone mm-hmm. you never heard of, and you never will again. But it's just to show that it's like a legitimate person. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out some way to put this. And in they're never part. on for like more than a minute, right? Yeah, the, always. Let, let, the, let the floats keep on going. Who did I see? It was like Chicago. I mean, Chicago is a legendary Hall yeah. of Fame rock and roll band, and they were playing a couple of songs from 1986, and they're sponsored by Purina Dog Chow or something. And then then they're gone, and like this is pretty cool. And then they're done. They move on to the next. Like, and then you have the voiceover, NBC voiceover. Yeah. Yes. Stay yeah. tuned for Snoopy. Sense for many years, coming. that was Sanchez Joel coming. Goddard, who was the voice of the. Uh, the code, late night with Conan O'Brien. 
Okay. And coming next, yeah, Santa Claus. Well, my favorite, you know, is from the Thanksgiving Day Parade when uh, Rick Astley rickrolled them. I forgot who was performing, and then it, you know the oh, there's something happening with the TV, and then boop, here, here's Rick Astley back. Oh, so the NBC was in on the whole joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the farmer's dick. Great. Maury, what's your favorite moment in the 90-year history of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Mm, Santa? One of the fella when it ran into the flagpole, one of the balloons, and something. Not flagpole, the, the traffic light, no. Oh, I totally missed that and one. And then CBS has their own version of it. It's like the same parade, but like a different vantage point, though. But I don't know if anyone yeah. would watch the CBS version of it. No. CBS used to run a parade from somewhere else, from like Detroit or something, way back when. Wasn't the one from like Philadelphia too? Oh yeah, I watched the Philly one the other year. Yeah. I forgot about that. Philadelphia famously also has the Bubbers Parade on New Year's Day. Well, he's just taking a great, a great thing. And then and the the Raleigh Christmas Parade that happens before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And this and this year, no motorized vehicles. Unfortunately, a, a girl got run over the year before. By the, there was a guy, a young man, twenty one or whatever, that he was driving the truck and the brakes didn't work. And, yeah, the, and he, he, the poor woman, girl was killed. But the story is, you know, the parents were upset that the Raleigh banned the motorized vehicles. Said we should honor our daughter, but not just you know have more rules like supposed to inspect the, the trucks ahead of time. But it was. It's interesting, but yeah, you, they you, were. You kept t-shirts were, sometimes for the Raleigh one. A t-shirt. No, I mean the point is, it's 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 not like cold mm. weather sometimes because it's before Thanksgiving. Oh, I was like, wait, why would they give out t-shirts at a Christmas parade? That's interesting. No, they don't. Care. Did I tell you what to the uh, Circle City Classic Parade in September this year? Oh, I don't know about this. No, um, I don't know Circle City. My cousin got married in Indiana. Two cousins get married this year. One got married in Indianapolis. It was. Like the third or fourth Sunday in, or Saturday in September, the Circle City Classic was an HBCU event. I think they have every year in Indianapolis, and this year it was North Carolina Central from your parts there yep. against um, Mississippi Valley State, where one Jerry Rice went to school. I think North Carolina, North Carolina Central <laughs> killed him. Anyway, the wedding was until the evening, but our our hotel was right there in the by the Circle. The circle of the circle city it was an ah. ideal location and i went for a little walk in the morning and i'd come back and my family my mom my dad my uncle because people are out by uh, the little guardrail and there was this really incredible parade that went on for an hour and a half or so uh and it was all hbcu themed and incredible bands as you would imagine it was really fun to watch well well cool. Talk, talk yeah. about the, the celebrities you've seen perform at the Cherry Blossom Parade. Oh, my God. <laughs> this, is, this, this is an A-list. I, gosh, that was, I mean, Cherry Blossom Parade has been going on, for those who don't know, goes on with the second or third Saturday in April every year to celebrate, obviously, the Cherry Blossoms in, in Washington, D.C. And when I was working for Easter Seals in twenty. 12 or 13 maybe in 2013 2013 uh i safeway was sponsoring it safeway was uh uh was partners with easter seals at the time 
Uh, so I was asked to be, a, I knew those guys well, they asked me to be a representative for, for Easter Seal. So that was fine. I went down there and they had these great seats right at the front of the parade where you can see everything go by. It's really the only parade where I've had like seats in bleachers for. Uh, but who was there? Justin Guarini was there. He's the one I remember. You might remember more than I do. Was it, was it the same one where Elliot Yamin performed? Yes, Elliot Yamin was there. I wouldn't even remember his name. Those two I have guys. a I have a song on Spotify, his, like his one song. <laughs> um, who else? I, those, those were the highlights, I'm sure. Those were the highlights, I guess. Kel, Kelly wasn't able to make it, just Justin. Kelly was not there. No, Justin was I remember, like, wow, this is what Justin Marie's doing now. So that was 2013. <laughs> that was a good at least 10 years, you know, since he was on American Idol, correct? Yeah. That would have been what 02, 03. He's able to make a little career out of it. God bless him. Who knows what he's doing now? But well, was, I, I know it, what he was doing that day. Wait, was it? Was he the one on the Dr. Pepper commercials a couple years ago? It, it, it didn't look like him. You're a pepper, I'm a pepper. I don't know. I'm, you follow just agree much closer than that. Well, I mean, it's, I think Morgan, Morgan's trying to look it up because it's... <laughs> you are correct. I'm, I'm about Dr. Pepper. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's one. No, it's, it was it was a huge national commercial. I remember like Jenny pointed that out. I was like, "That's not Justin." I thought it was. I know. I thought it was. Um, what's the guy? The 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 one from Nick Kroll is what I think. I thought it was. What I think seeing it the first time, which people obviously get those two mixed up all the time. But did you? Uh, he's in. He's in the Diet Dr Pepper commercial. Oh, oh excuse Diet me. The, the, yeah. Thank you, Staff Boy, for correcting me, sir. Dr. Pepper, longtime sponsor of Championship uh, Saturday. On, or they used to be more. I think they still are to some degree, but they used to be. Forgive my French. Balls to the wall sponsor of the, all the champ conference championships. Well, they love Big Twelve, huh? Yes. They love the Big Twelve historically. The Big Twelve, but they all had. And I think that one of the games still has. It. I think it is the Big Twelve where they have the Dr. Pepper throw in the whole challenge yeah. or whatever it's called. Yeah, it used to be commercial like. 80% of the commercials that day for all the championship games were for Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Mm -hmm. So we could have seen Justin many times, no matter what game you're watching. Whether you want to or not, you're going to see Justin. Elstein, what bowls are you going to watch other than the Transperfect Music City Bowl? I don't know, but it's both. Andy knows even better than I do. I'm going to worry a little bit. Like, I love everything about sports except watching sports. I could tell you about sports business. This conversation is fantastic. And you know, I have more talks about who the um, announcers are going to be for the game. Okay. But I don't know when it just comes to that. Like I have so many other, we've talked before, shows that I like to watch that yeah, I don't care about this. I'll probably watch some of the championship game, maybe some of the Rose Bowl, but it's, I don't know. It's just something I get excited about everything but the game itself. So what about you besides watching Pop-Tarts? Pop-Tarts Bowl. Dave, Dave Dorian did have Pop-Tarts put on his head or whatever they're going to do to him? Oh, no, no, no. Did you hear? This is why the Pop-Tarts Bowl is going to be the best bowl this year, people. The winner gets to eat the mascot. The mascot is an edible Pop-Tart. <laughs> and that? the winner gets to eat the edible mascot Pop-Tart. How is the costume edible? <laughs> I don't know. This is but it is. So someone makes a giant pop tart in a giant oven or a giant toaster. 
or a famous toastery, if you will. Yeah, this is and no, this this, this calls for information. What's their head in it? I mean, how does that? Yeah, I, I want to know. More. I don't know. That's that's all I know is the winner. What more do we do? Gets to have a bite of the edible mascot pop tart. That. I mean, I mean, it's great advertising. Great. I mean, that that's obviously why they do it. That's 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 a whole nother level of advertising. So like, based on that, what 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 do the people win who won the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl? You get to eat Jimmy Kimmel. Well, it's not that? the Jimmy Kimmel anymore. It's not the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl anymore. Didn't you hear? Oh. No, no. But in the past, in the past, what did they get? No, I know it's not. Oh, I, I don't know what they got. Do you get? Do you get to be with Grandma Gamo, or what? What do you get? Cousin Sal. I mean, this is so much that I want to know about this Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. It doesn't exist anymore. God bless. So, I did want to bring that up, though. It's the it's Gronk now. How do we feel about it's, that? The Starco Brands LA Bowl, hosted, not presented, but hosted by Gronk. Hosted by Gronk. I'm picturing him walking around in a tuxedo, you know, shaking hands and kissing babies. And... But but he's gonna sing the national anthem. Exactly, but I no, mean, we keep on saying he. There's at least three, if not four, brothers, and as Kraus and I've talked, one was a for, former Terp. Is it is it clear? What, are they all going to do something? How does this work? They all. It is Rob. I think he is branded as the Gronk. Says, says who? I think him. He, Everybody. I, I, Everyone? I, I'm not sure what happened with Jimmy Kimmel though. If if they, I, I assume very he, interesting. I assume he just said, okay, I did this for a couple of years. Let's yeah. Gronk did sign a multi-year deal, so we will see him for a few years. And yes. we'll see David Portnoy for who knows how long with the Barstool Sports is going to be the announcer on that. It's gonna, is that going to last a full game even? I mean, they had it last year, right? No, but, but he wasn't but he didn't wasn't announcing it that uh, now that you know wasn't. I think he was was he because I thought they were trying to keep him hidden from um Penn Sports was owning it then they were sort of trying to keep him under behaved for it okay mm-hmm. but I thought that I was really was, made a big deal for him doing it you can watch that on linear TV I believe on the CW Oof. oh hey so Morgan how do you like that the ACC on the CW now you get the, I hate you know, it. It's no different. I hate than it so much. Yeah, JP or Raycom or. But but why do you hate it? Or Bally Sports. So when I was trying to watch a game on the CW this year, I was having massive streaming issues. I don't think the announcers are great. Um, and I just yeah, it's just weird to me. Like I'm just like this. No, this is where I watch cartoons There's and like TV shows. This is not. Right, right. This is not where sports belongs. Sports needs to go to a different channel. I, I think it's weird. But we only had like one, maybe two games on there this year, so it's not too big of a deal to Well, presumably basketball. For. Seven, right? Oh, yeah. That Clemson game That's when true. I was out of the triangle, that was on the CW. The other weird thing about that was their starts were at 2 o'clock as opposed to the the traditional 12 or 3.30. They love to kill us with a 2 o'clock start. If I had a dollar for every Don't time worry. they made us have a 2 o'clock start at a football game in college. But who'd you have 2 o'clock I, start in co- when you were in college? All the time. They yeah. love to kill us. with. Yeah, it was really awful. Yeah. Uh, those we, are few and far between. Yeah, because Raycom would be noon and eventually went to 
Yeah. Which is okay. weird too. And you had you have your three thirty reverse mirror with ABC and else they love the reverse mirrors. That's why that's why we're trying to figure out. No, the oh well, the the one possibility could be, especially back in the day when the it wasn't on everything. You know, not every game. Remember, we used to have that one random yeah. game that'd be like on pay per view. We'd we'd play Troy maybe. So I mean, potentially that could have been something like that. But I can't imagine. Well, they it was the, like in the nineties. I can tell you that ABC would have like five games at the three thirty slot. And they were all regional. I mean, some were bigger than others, right. but they were regional. I mean, if you if you live in the Midwest, you would get Michigan and Illinois. If you lived out west, you get UCLA against Arizona or whatever. But if you didn't want the one that came to your region, then you could do the pay per view and pay fourteen ninety five or whatever to watch that. Oh, yeah. But you remember the one I'm talking about? It was like a one off one at the beginning of the season, probably fifteen years ago. On what network? No, I think it was like a pay per view. Like it was like a Maryland, like versus like a Troy or some other team like that. That was bef before anyone. I mean, we've had games on ESPN Plus or. ESPN. I know what you're talking about, but I want to say it was even. I could be wrong. It was just on pay per view. Uh, I'm sure it happened. Yeah, there there's been all kinds of strange things that have happened. Pay per view stuff has been going on for for many many years. Back right. in the I mean, the thing is, we take for granted that. Both of us are at major schools that every game, football, basketball, is, is pretty much on when it was. But it wasn't always like that. That's my point. When I was in school, it wasn't. I, no. My freshman year, Maryland played Duke. Uh, last week of the regular season in uh, in basketball, both teams going to say tournament on a Wednesday night at 8 o'clock at Coalfield House, and it was not televised. And Which it wasn't because Maryland was on probation. It was because it was not every game with Delamont. And that's hard. Yeah, because I remember maybe it was when I was there, they made a big deal like every Maryland ACC game was on TV. Not every yeah. Maryland game, every Maryland ACC game, which is sort of yeah. There were a lot of you. Oh shoot, it wasn't until very recently that all the non-con games were. Yeah. Well, now we have a couple on the Big Ten Plus, but. Well, yeah, but, but at least there's that. Most right. Yeah, most of those games back then were not. No one was paying money to televise that. Yeah. Just didn't have them on the radio. They were covered by the Diamondback for that. Matter. <laughs> Sorry. No. Reminiscing. <laughs> so I remember these days very well. You, you do. As I've, I've told many people, it's so much easier to go to you, Andy, and look stuff up on Wikipedia or, or someplace else. You know, so like this, we wind down. You know, you know, any other things? Final thoughts? Final? You know, it's 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 a great time of year for. I mean, it's you know, it's about the once this is done, we're we really going to head into college basketball. I know we've been in there now with a month and change. I mean, we're not going to be sleeping till May, obviously, but uh. It's a long road ahead. It, yes, I mean it, it's 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 not going to be a fun season for the Terps in basketball. Now. How 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 are the Wolves doing, Morgan? Do you, you optimistic? I'm optimistic a little bit. Well, I don't know. I don't follow the. I don't follow men's basketball as much anymore. I'm definitely more prone to watch a girls' game now. But 
yeah. So well, they're they doing did, good. They did honor David Thompson only they four did. years late or whatever, but they finally did. Yep. I actually have a picture with him. Uh I was at a football game in college and ran into him with some friends I was with and we all were like, Hey, can we take a picture? So I have a picture with him. I think it's pretty cool. Well, but what's the deal um, with him? Did they they just not that they ignored him, but he was a huge part of their history and it's it's taken this long to to recognize him as all the drugs or what's I, the... <laughs> no, but he was he was wasn't caught up in all the no, he, I mean, the he's, regarded, he's one of the three or four greatest players in the history of the conference. Back yeah, I know that's why it's right. surprising that it's I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. go ahead, Lori. I think I mean so his statue's right outside Reynolds, and like when they redid that's that, Reynolds, it's not Reynolds, Jimmy Vavana Corda K. Yeah, outside Reynolds, Reynolds Coliseum. Coliseum. <laughs> so I think Goodbye. when they finally got Reynolds done, like there are some like there are different like busts or statues already around the property, but this is like on a separate side. Mm-hmm. I think they commissioned somebody to do his statue. I'm guessing that COVID probably hurt the timing of it as well. Um, but I think I guess I'm guessing that it was never, and this is purely a guess. I think it was probably never planned until they had all the renovations done at Reynolds, anyway. And well, why, was, why couldn't they have done that in 1978? But I mean, that's my point. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, the way <laughs> I mean the way the campus is laid out now versus when I first showed up on campus, like I, if they would have put a statue somewhere, like. I don't know. They would have had to move it and replace it again, which I guess is not a big deal. But I don't know. Yeah, All that's. I mean, but it's like with us, it took forever to honor Lefty, and then then once they started, well, that was stopped, there was a whole issue. Well, yeah. Yeah. He almost, he almost went to. He almost won to coach at NC State too, Lefty. Yeah. Huh? He, he was. He, he was. We. It was part of that documentary about um. The ACC tournament that he was the one to coach at NC State. Can, can I throw a couple of uh, NC State anecdotes? You were yes, please. David Thompson's old enough that he uh, he was there shortly after my parents were there. My 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 dad graduated Maryland in seventy one, so maybe they even overlapped a little bit in seventy one. And my mom didn't go to Maryland. I'm sorry, but she graduated around the same time, and shortly after that, they got season tickets, and that was you know. The, the the documentary you talked about, and I'm trying to remember the exact name of it, the ten part series, which was incredible. Right. Anybody hasn't seen it on the ACC Network? There was an entire chapter, an entire one hour episode about the Maryland NC State rivalry yeah. in the seventies, and it was riveting. I mean, that's yeah. when college basketball. It's before all, any of our times, right? But it was riveting stuff, and you'd heard so much about it. But right. it was amazing. Was all the people that were still alive to talk about, it, still are. Um, was really cool. But I want to say this about NC State. From my perspective, the first year I followed college basketball was 82-83. Terps did make it to the tournament and lost it to Houston in the second round. Beat Chattanooga, lost to Houston. As you know, Houston made it to the championship game. And that was... There are a few teams other than my teams in you know all the pro sports and the terms of the college sports that that I feel near and dear to my heart. But that '83 NC State basketball team—I mean, I, I was so young; I was eight years old, or I was seven years old. Um, 
I, I really glommed onto them and they were so fun to watch. And, and in all the years since the 40 years since, um, I've built more and more of an appreciation for them. And they, another plug for a 30 for 30, they, they had a, obviously a terrific 30 for 30 in the, what I believe was the 30 year anniversary. So 10 years ago, if anybody hasn't watched that, uh, that team was so special. So, so it still is. And Valvano is so special. Um, I mean, not, now people think of him just as they should, you know, the figurehead and, and the V Foundation, as they should. And that's very cool, too. I think of him for that speech. But I think of them, mm -hmm. him as the leader of that team. And that's – and I've been to NC State many times since. I had interactions when I was in college and all that. But that's my connection to NC State was that 83 team because I was so influential. I really didn't know a whole lot about sports. I was learning – you know, I was – drinking from a fire hose and learned as much as I could by you know, 79 mm -hmm. years old. But that really had an impact on me. And I will always be connected to Lorenzo Charles and Derek Winberg and Terry Gannon, on and on and on. And obviously Jim Valvano. So that's, that's cool. NC State connection. Look at that. I'm never going to say anything nice about NC State. <laughs> <laughs> NC State was just, I mean, while we were in college, they were just kind of there, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, Time. By that time, uh, Les Robinson was a coach, and they weren't very good, and they were just NC State. They, they had a they had a basketball game every year named after Les Robinson. Exactly. <laughs> ESPN two honored him. So by the time you got there, what's it? Her Sendak was there, right? Sendak, yeah, who's a interesting guy. He's oh, still boy. coaching. Is I thought I looked him up. He was at like Cal because I'm, I'm getting her maybe. It was because Godfrey was out there too, right, Morgan? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, all, all, all the former NC State coaches. Where, where, where's um Sydney? Is he in jail or what's his deal? I actually don't know. I had, he had so some many tax coaches. issues. I remember. So I had. Did I have two years? I might have had two years of Sydney and two years of Mark. It was not great, but so, we're just there. Before we end, Morgan, so Deborah A. Yao, Dr. Yao, many years ago, knew Andy's name. Yeah. And I once sat in front of her and Kay Yao at a Maryland NC State football game in oh. 1997. Uh, and all I remember was just talking about how much they loved each other. It was very weird. <laughs> <laughs> But I was down there. I was working in Sports Info. It was an ACC women's soccer tournament was in Wake Forest, and they played on Thursday, Friday, had an off day Saturday, had a championship game Sunday. So I had nothing to do on Saturday. I went with a Diamondback rider who I just reconnected with recently uh, from Winston-Salem over to Raleigh for the Maryland NC State football game. NC State killed us. We were terrible. That was that was year one at Vanderland, the first year you were there, right? Yes. The and I the exact same time, four years. Yeah. Still, still was, on the van wagon, but. But that was, they had a fantastic media lunch. <laughs> uh, was, still remembering it. The lunch was 25 years later. Pork barbecue and fried chicken and everything you could ever imagine. It was fantastic. As opposed to Maryland, you just had the Debbie dogs, which were just awful hot dogs. Named after the athletic director. Did not know oh, his that's name. That's very sad. Yeah, but she did call you out, right? Was asking about Terrell Stokes. Yeah, now. yeah. So it just came out and never once talked to me any other time. How many assists did Terrell Stokes have? Fourteen. Okay. 
Yeah, but, but cool. addressing you by Andy. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Came out of nowhere. Oh, that's kind of cool. Thanks, thanks Deb. <laughs> <laughs> we could have a yeah. whole podcast about the Yao family. Was she still there when you were there, Morgan? I was just trying to think of that. She left. No, she had to be because she was there. She hired Gottfried. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that, so that, I was there. You know about that famous press conference? Yeah, when she, when she complained about Gary Williams sabotaging the press, sabotaging the hiring, which is the greatest oh thing. And then the radio stations down here kept on playing sabotage because the <laughs> afternoon sports guy's a Terp fan or whatever. Yeah. Gary oh, Williams really? sabotage. That's how we can only get Mark. I mean, uh, it was a negative thing. We can only get Mark Godfrey is almost what she's saying because, but it's true. If I was going to hire work, you know, potentially apply for a job and you knew the boss i would say hey what do you think of this boss should i work for so i mean it's it's not sabotage yeah, that should not have been brought up at the opening press conference right i mean wait, wait. so they, they talked to patino and patino would have gone until gary said that it was debbie you shouldn't want to work for we yeah. also talked to shaka smart hot and heavy for a little bit there too yeah, um it would have made sense of that time. i thought it would have yeah. It was actually kind of funny because he'd had that good run yeah. and we were talking to him to make him potentially our head coach. I was in an AAU tournament in a gym in Florida, I think, around that time. And he was there recruiting and I happened to wear my NC State shirt to watch games that day and he walked right past me and looked at me as he walked past me and I was like, he didn't say anything? No, I didn't say anything. I mean, say, we all knew pack. that, like, <laughs> go pack. should have. No. I, I, would take, I would take a Shaka Khan, too, but whatever. Wait, so you went to an AAU tournament to, to watch or to play? I was watching at that point because I was in college at that point. Yeah. Well, she played you have, AAU basketball. Did I did. Have, yeah. Oh, okay. So you had friends playing or you just went because you liked, enjoyed watching AAU games? Well, both, but NC Shaka <laughs> just want to hang out with all the coaches in the gym. I was in a gym with Brenda Fraze one year, actually. She was recruiting, she came to watch players that my team played against. And I remember walking in the gym, and this was probably 2006, five, so six. She won the title in 06. So she was, they were really big at that point. And I walked in the gym and I was like, holy crap, it's Brenda Fraze. <laughs> in the gym all right this just got real so yeah i don't even remember i literally don't remember who she was there to watch kind of thing but yeah. uh we lost real bad so yeah but yeah these so Debbie, yeah i guess I'll, i'm trying to think who was i can't even think who was before debbie right now as the ad oh yeah that was Did um it? What's Wait, his that face? Lee Fowler, right? Lee Fowler. There was some wasn't there somebody in the middle? I can't even remember anymore. Not Chris Fowler. No. But what now we Chris have Boo. Yes. Oh yes. I know yes, the Corrigan. Yeah. I know members of the one member of the Corrigan family anyway. I'm quite familiar with them. So, you know, as this time is about to run out of here, I think, you know, this has been a, a great episode. So, you know, thank you, Andy, for joining us. Thanks, Yes, yeah, so there's no transition, but that's how we work here. So no, it's this. <laughs> this has been a fun. This almost seems like we go another couple hours, but I appreciate the time, Andy. Uh, thanks for having me. I had a blast. I'd love to come back if you. If we can work that arrangement. If we if we can arrange that. 
Sounds hey, good. March is coming. Yes, we March is coming. Perfect. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thank you.